Now, on this Invest Talk podcast, Steve Peasley listens to your questions. Well, I want to ask you about these two stocks, 3M or Dow. And provides unbiased answers. To me, those two are coin toss. So it's hard to pick. What about the price, current prices? There's a buy. Would you buy either of them? Invest Talk. Over 29 million downloads and counting. I was interested in the financial sector. Um, in particular, I was looking at Bank of New York Mellon, ticker symbol BK. Your participation makes it unique. 888-99-CHART. This podcast is produced by KPP Financial. Steve Peasley, President. KPP Financial. Independent thinking, shared success. And now today's podcast. Good afternoon, everybody, and welcome to Invest Talk. It is Tuesday, February 9, 2021. And on today's program and podcast, we'll operate as usual with our start off with our mission statement, and that is independent thinking and shared success. So, of course, that always tells you we we try to equate that with being straightforward with you, providing honest and clear market reporting, information about stocks and bonds, whatever facts that you want to want to uh, gather from us or ask us, we'll provide them without a bias, you know, because to be honest, a lot of registered investment advisors, our kind of firm, and experts give you biased information in one way or form or another. And, you know, facts are hard to come by. They really are. Because people, it's not that they're lying or not, they're not, but they have a different perspective on the facts. One of the things I constantly remind people when they talk about a simple thing like a P.E. ratio. What are you talking about, the P.E. ratio based on last year's earnings? Or are you talking about the P.E. ratio based on future earnings? Are you talking about the P.E. ratio based on the last four most recent quarters? So everybody reports things differently. You know which, when you look up P.E. ratios, do you know how they're reporting it? See, see, so facts are, <laughs> facts are can be used to advantage of somebody else and be misused as well. So that's what I mean. We try to give you as honest as we can. So we're going to go right to our first questioner, listener question. 888-99-CHART is the number. Hi, I would like to know about the ETF, ARKG, ARK Genomic Evolution ETF. This is Pradeep calling from Toronto. Thank you. KG is the symbol, uh, and this is exchange-traded fund investing in stocks of companies that re-engaged in the biotechnology industry. Companies that are that are re are uh, that are engaged in the biotech industry. It's one hundred twelve dollars, so you really can't tell anything about it, right? I mean, from the description, you have to look up all the stocks that are in it to find out. But you know it's related to the biotech industry. That's where it is. That's all you know. So you have to decide whether the biotech industry is underpriced, overpriced, fairly priced, and then you invest into this ETF if you want a diversified holding in that space. But you got to look it up. So I, you know that's all the information I give you. I can tell you the chart is in an upward trend and has been since uh, March of last year after it bottomed, right? Like all the other, most of the sectors 
Okay, so it's been an upward trend since then. So that tells me that it's probably too late and you're chasing the performance. So I wouldn't do it. Okay, I know you want strategies to help deal with market volatility, with the uncertainty that that volatility brings with it. And I'm here and ready to try to help you with that. 888-99-CHART is our number. And yes, I want to help you. I do. I enjoy the job. I like doing it. So how did the market do today? Well, kind of nothing day, really. Uh, the Dow was down 10, the NASDAQ up 20, and the SP down 4. So the market was down more at the opening this morning, and it got, came all the way back, and then toward the end, it just kind of floundered a little bit. So there's nothing new in the market. Yeah, nothing today, anyways. But remember, we've had, what, five, six, seven days and strong up days in a row? Yeah, that's got to be followed by some down days. Usually it is. So that's what we had. Okay, you're listening to Invest Talk. I'm Steve Peasley, and we are we are now into the second trading week of February. And I know a lot of people are probably, you know, you probably you couldn't wait till the finish of 2020, right? We all wanted to get, get behind us. You know, it was a tough time with COVID, and it was difficult to invest because you had that big downturn, and then the market come right back. It's, you know, difficult. You weren't in the right sectors. You didn't have much performance. So, all our goal is financial freedom. I know yours is. So, we'll require information, and I'll give you some strategies. We should talk about it. Give me a call. Your participation is always important. 888-99-CHART. The markets react to uncertainty. Are you prepared? Is your portfolio balanced? Is it optimized? Your financial future depends on the answers to those questions. Steve Peasley is here now, and he's ready to talk with you. Call Talk 888-99-CHART. 888-992-4278. Let's go to John in Santa Cruz. How are you doing, John? Great, Steve. How are you? I'm good. Thanks for the call. Um, well, I wanted to ask you about these two stocks, um, which... Uh, you might like better and as a long-term hold for and for the dividend um, 3m or Dow well 3m company everybody provides industrial tapes adhesives medical and office products surveillance and communication ca- uh, products so that's what they do they're a 104 billion dollar company so it's really big very safe doesn't grow very fast and never will that is so big but the last couple of quarters, it was up 4 and 6% sales growth for those two quarters. And earnings are going to be up uh, this year 10%. Next year, another 9% to $10.46. It's a $180 stock. Okay, so what does that give you? An 18 PE, and the five-year range is 13 to 28. So it's kind of right in the middle. Great return on equity of 44. So it's got, and it pays a 3.3% dividend. So it's got, it's, it's a solid company, but Dow is too. Dow is D-O-W, everybody. It provides materials, science solutions to consumer care, infrastructure, and packaging markets worldwide. I kind of like the space that Dow's in, probably a little bit better than the space that 3M is in. But they're both good companies. Uh, Dow pays a 4% dividend. It's a $42 billion company. It's going to make $3.58 next year, $56 stock. 
So it was at about a 15 or so. And, and, but the return equity is only nine. <laughs> so it's kind of tough. And its growth in the last, sales growth is 5% growth the most recent quarter, December quarter. Before that, it was shrinking. Well, it's a coin toss. To me, those two are coin toss. So it's hard to pick. What about the price, current prices as a buy? Would you buy either of them at these prices? Uh, uh, or would you wait for a correction of some kind? Well, I would like to see a little more correction. 3M had a bit, little bit of correction from 186 or so down to 173. And now it's back to 180. The Dow, Dow it also had a little correction down to 52, now back up to 58. That's a tough call. As I said, it's a tough call. I, I'd probably wait for a market correction. You know, some kind of okay. correction for the market. Both are great companies. Thanks, John. Appreciate the call. My focus point today concerns this story. A Chapter 15 filing brings a day of reckoning for China's Luckin Coffee. You know, the competitor for Starbucks? Interesting. You know, I, I, I will say this. You've got to be really careful of Chinese stocks because... You know, you're, you're, they're not as transparent as the U.S. stocks. Not that the U.S. stocks can't file bankruptcy, because they do, you know, uh, but it, they're, it, it's more transparent than in the Chinese stocks. Uh, their financials are more transparent, in my personal opinion. Okay, so got to be real careful. But we'll talk about that. You know, we'll talk about that. Also, um, did you see that the United Kingdom assets are being bought up? I mean, at huge records, and we'll talk about that. And did you read the article about Robinhood being sued by a family of a young trader who committed suicide because he lost so much money? I want to talk about these easy trading platforms like Robinhood. Uh, I, I don't think there's anything wrong with them. Trust me on this. But they're very dangerous, too. And how aggressive should a young stock, should young stock investors be? How aggressive should they be? Should they be? Not they are or aren't, but should they be? How aggressive? So if we get to those three topics, after those four topics, time permitting, we'll do that. Okay. So let's jump right back into Invest Talk Voice Bank for a question from a caller in Texas. Hey, Steve or Justin. I'm calling from Houston, Texas. I had a question about the stock Yeti, Y-E-T-I. Fairly new at investing, so I'm trying to figure out if it's a good evaluation or not. Also, I'm trying to learn how to read fundamentals, so if you can give any advice on how to read financial aspect of a stock, that'd be awesome. Thanks. Bye. Well, reading the fundamentals is a process, and it's not just as simple as to, okay, here's the earnings. It's not as simple as what I say and tell you over the radio here. I'm just giving you the very basics of what, what they are. But you've got to put them in context. Yeti, Yeti Holdings, designs, manufacturing, markets, innovative, out, outstanding outdoor products. It's a $6.7 billion company. And when it comes to and fundamentals, you always start with, well, how much sales and earnings do they have? 
Well, earnings are going to be $1.75 for 2020. We haven't got those yet. And 2021 is going to be $2.05. It's a $77 stock. The stock is growing. Last, uh, The most recent quarter of September, we still haven't got the end of the years yet, was 29%. Quarter before that was 7 So it's still growing. So I'm averaging probably around 20% is what its growth, growing sales growth is right now. And the stock is $77 and going to make $2 and a nickel. So about 35 36 PE, which is very high. Okay, return equity is very high at 127%, which makes it good. Doesn't pay a dividend. So it's a growth stock. And as long as it maintains growth, it'll probably keep going up, but it's pretty pricey at this stage. You're going to have to pay a lot of money for a stock that maybe is overvalued. So that's what I think. Start with the sales and earnings. Determine if it's a growth stock or a, a big, big blue chip dividend paying stock. Just understand what sector it's in and relate it to the fundamentals of to its other uh, uh, competitors. That's how you do it, and, and you got to learn to read a balance sheet. Yeti Y E T I. Eight 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 ninety nine chart eight 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 nine nine two four two seven eight. Okay. Um, Luckin Coffee, that was a big darling on Wall Street here. Luckin, Luckin Coffee, Chinese, uh, a Chinese competitor of Starbucks, who had at one point even more stores than Starbucks now, but they did. They filed for Chapter 15 bankruptcy on Friday in New York. Okay, that means they're still operating. They're still operating, uh, and... They owe about $460 million, mostly in bondholders. So they'll still operate. That's not the issue. Uh, but the issue is, is they owe more money. And the SEC in December charged Luckin with misstating its revenue, expenses, and not net operating loss to make it look like it was growing faster than it was. And the company agreed to pay $180 million in a settlement. And the SEC is not done with this investigation. Now, why would you invest? Why would you invest in this stock today? Had someone call me up today, want to invest in it? Why would you do that? It makes no sense. Why? Because they're they admitted to misstating and expenses and sales, and they're they're lying. Why would you want to invest? You know, it just doesn't make sense. I wouldn't. Okay, we're heading to a break. I'm here and ready to ready for all your calls. 888-99 chart. The new year is bringing lots of changes. Are you prepared? Is your portfolio balanced? Is it optimized? You don't have to guess. You can get unbiased guidance from Invest Talk hosts Steve Peasley and Justin Klein. The phone lines are open now and your questions are welcome. 888 99 Chart. 888 992 4278. Let's talk to Sam in Dallas. Sam. Hey, Steve. Thank you for taking my call. I enjoy your podcast uh, regularly. Thank and you. today I have a question for you on the sticker symbol 
The symbol is TTCF, and the name of the company is Tattooed Chef. So what brought your attention to this stock? The reason I am asking about it is I was in Walmart, and then I was in some other store, like I believe Sam's Club. I saw that they are actually selling these you know, products made by this company, and I, uh-huh. I saw that it's getting a little popular. Some of my friends are buying it. And then when I just do a little research, I saw that this is a company into food, like Conagra or uh, you know other food companies. But they say that it's like the Tesla of the food industry because they have some innovative products. Like they can be like you know meat, Beyond Meat and something. Those are the companies out there which they can be like in the next five years. Okay. So I just want to take a position in this stock, but I thought, okay, I'll first ask you and see what do you think about it. It's growth in the future. Well, there's not a lot of information on it. It's Tattooed Chef, Inc. Manufactures plant-based prepared foods and ingredients in California and Italy, which seems odd. Just California and Italy. So, entered into a merger of equals with Italia International, creating a new company called Tattooed Chef. So, that's why the two companies merged, and one was based in Italy and one's based here in the United States. They're going to make nine cents uh, uh, this year. They made twenty cents, sixteen cents a share last year. Uh, the year before they lost money. It's a fairly new company. Uh, it's a twenty-four dollar company. Only make nine cents. That means really you only buy this because it's got super growth. And I don't see that super growth in sales. I see sales growth, but not. Not to the extent that would justify, you know, $23, $24 stock. So this would be a pretty speculative, uh, uh, Sam, this would be a pretty speculative purchase of yours. So you can buy this kind of stock, but it, this kinds of stock should be only make a no more than 3% of your overall portfolio. Very small piece. Because a lot of these don't make it. So it's really, really, really small. It's a $1.5 billion company. Really, really, really small sales, though. But at least it's making money, so I, you could take a shot at it if you if you believe it. Thanks for the call, Sam. Appreciate it. Now, as the program and podcast moves along today, I know you will want strategies to help deal with the market volatility. I know that. We try to give you some information with market uncertainty and you know where you should go, what should be working down the road, and what we think might work. But all that is guesswork, everybody. We're, we don't. No one knows for sure. It's just based on experience. You can say, okay, this is what areas that look like should work, but not necessarily. Not necessarily. Don't ever take everything to the bank. You don't. So give me a call and ask your questions. You drive the show. Eight 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 ninety nine Charter is our number, and we'll be going to our next voice bank question in San Francisco Bay Area. Hi, um, my name is Romero from the Bay Area. I'm calling about Texas Roadhouse, TXRH. I'm thinking about possibly opening a position into this company, but I see it's at its near all-time highs. Just wanted to see what you think of this company and see at what price point you feel would be a good entry point. Thank you. I'll give you a little lesson here. Try not to buy companies that have already ran way up. People do that all the time. They buy them, and they can't figure out how come they always go down when after they buy them. The reason being is 
Why are you hearing this company? Where are you hearing it from? What brought your attention to it? And somewhere, somehow, you heard about it. Well, when a lot of people hear about stuff, it's usually too late. They're hearing it because it's doing so well. Now, this is Texas Roadhouse, Inc. Operates franchises, 611 Texas Roadhouse, full-service restaurants in 49 states and 10 foreign countries. So, remember, it has 611 locations. Okay. They're going to make 66 cents in 2020, and we haven't got the final numbers yet. And 2021, they're going to have a big comeback because of COVID, right? So they're going to be back to about $2.60, but it's an $88 stock. Well, you know, that's still a pretty darn expensive stock. So do you want to pay 35 or so PE for a slow grower restaurant chain? No, you don't. It's too expensive. Too expensive. Now, don't get me wrong. The company is pretty solid. Return on equity has been, over the years, have been very good. Uh, the five-year P range is 13 to 150. I mean, it's been solid. But I think it's just too expensive. It's already had a big run-up. You're too late. Okay? Now, normally at this point, I give you a trivia question. Well, I was not scheduled to do the show today. Justin was. So I don't have a trivia question ready. But, but, but I will have one ready for my next show. In the meantime, the phone lines are open. I am waiting for you. 888-99-CHART. Now is a good time to call Invest Talk. I have a question for you. We own a Bristol-Myers Squibb BMY. Uh, just wondering if we should uh, sell it and move on to something that would do a little bit better. What's your question? 888-99-CHART. Let's say you've been thinking about learning a new language. Okay, why? I mean, how would it come in handy? And where would you want to use it? Could it be that you have an upcoming international trip? Or maybe you want to connect with family members or friends from a different culture. I think you should know about Rosetta Stone. With millions of users, it's been the world's most trusted language learning program for 30 years. Rosetta Stone is available on your desktop or as an app with audio companion and the ability to download lessons offline. Rosetta Stone truly immerses you in the language you want to learn. It has a built-in, patented speech recognition engine called True Accent. So as you practice speaking, you'll get feedback on how well you pronounce words. With Rosetta Stone, you pick up a language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. It's an intuitive process designed for long-term retention. You really learn to speak, listen, and think in your new language. Rosetta Stone is an amazing value, so your special skill set is within easy reach. You know you want to do this, so don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, InvestTalk listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com today. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off now at rosettastone.com today. eBay Motors is here for the ride. 
Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It is official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs. eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. At this point, I think almost everyone has heard how generative AI promises to bring us to the next industrial revolution. AI is already shaping society with an impact on daily life that echoes the transformative significance of electricity or the internet. As we take steps to embrace the potential of generative AI, we need to remain vigilant with regard to its exploitability. This is where HackerOne comes in. HackerOne's AI Red Team addresses the novel challenges of AI safety and security for businesses that are launching new AI deployments. The HackerOne approach involves targeted offensive testing by harnessing the collective skills of ethical hackers who are proficient in AI and prompt hacking. In short, AI red teaming is the practice of stress testing AI models and deployments to make sure they can't be tricked into providing information beyond their intended use, and that security flaws can't be exploited to access confidential data or systems. HackerOne seamlessly integrates with your existing tools to enhance communication and collaboration across development, security, and IT teams. So, Stay ahead of the game in the battle against cyber threats with HackerOne's Attack Resistance Platform. Learn more at HackerOne.com. That's H-A-C-K-E-R-O-N-E.com. HackerOne.com. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Have you heard about Riskalyze? It's a brief question and answer form that you fill out online. Steve Peasley and Justin Klein will also get a copy of your responses. They can use the Riskalyze results to help you formulate a strategy that fits your investing risk tolerance. Learn more anytime and take the Riskalyze quiz at investtalk.com. 888-99-CHART. We're going to go talk to Chris in Walnut Creek. He wants to talk about Boeing. Chris. Hi, uh, Steve. Uh, how you doing? I'm good. Thanks for the call. I just want to say, uh, before I ask my question, thanks for the show. Really appreciate it. Thank you. Uh, very educational. Thank um, you. 
So I'm, I'll be trying to uh, get into, I don't have any travel, I'm not exposed to any travel uh, box, like uh, travel industry. Uh-huh. I'm thinking about getting into Boeing and Carnival. What do you think of those right now? Well, obviously a, you know, a play on, uh, you know, ramping back up economies, right? Uh, Boeing, of course, is the airline maker. Uh, they have. They also, you know, have a lot of military uh, uh, contracts. So they not just commercial airlines, uh, but also they had that Max Eight that that they had so much trouble with, and is now coming back online. Boeing is supposed to make move forward. Supposed to make five dollars and fifty five cents uh, next year. This year they're going to lose about sixteen cents a share. So they're going to start coming back next year, and it's, but it's not cheap. It's two hundred fifteen dollars stock, two hundred fifteen dollars for making five dollars fifty five cents because everybody thinks it's going to re- recover. It's, the stock itself was trading at one time near four hundred dollars a share, but you got to remember that's when it was making sixteen dollars a share uh, per share in earnings. It's only going to be five fifty six. So you have to buy Boeing and Carnival Cruise. With a long-term aspect, you know, it's not going to be a quick turnaround in earnings. Uh, so, you know, I, I don't think if you're going to buy it, don't expect that it's just going to jump up this year and you're going to make tons of money. It could, but I think it's going to be a longer struggle for both of those companies. So it's really up to you of what your time frame is. I th- if, if the cruise industry can survive, remember, one of the problems with the cruise industry it's you're put together on very close quarters with a lot of people for long periods of time. In an airplane, you're in close quarters for with a lot of people for a short period of time, usually. So they both have those issues, and everybody will everybody return to their old habits this year? I don't think so. I think it's going to take a couple of years. So it's going to be a couple of years for them to get back in business. That's just what I think. It's going to Appreciate the call. Thank you. Okay, United Kingdom, uh, you know, because of Brexit, you know, they're breaking away from the EU or broken away from the EU, uh, but their assets are being snapped up at record pace. $29 billion worth of their assets picked up, earned, bought, bought so far this year. This year. We're in the middle of February, not even the middle. All of last year was $8.7 billion. In a month and a little more than a month and two weeks, it's $29 billion. So everybody's betting on England because the assets are cheap and the, the economy is stable. Their, 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 their currency will be... Everything about Britain is stable. So people are buying assets because they feel like, well, it's not much risk because the assets are so inexpensive. And people, investors, can use leverage, the meaning borrowing money real cheap to buy these assets. So what should we, is that going to help us as investors necessarily? Well, you know what? It tells me that maybe Britain will recover faster because there's a lot of money pouring into it. From the COVID thing, might be, you know. So, is there British stocks that we can take advantage of? That's what I'm thinking. That's what's in my head. 
888-99 chart 888-992-4278 you're listening to invest talk i'm steve peasley and of course we love caller questions and of course recorded calls as well you can do it anytime you want so here here's one now hi steve and justin this is brandon in northern virginia i was interested in the financial sector um in particular i was looking at Bank of New York Mellon, ticker symbol BK. I'd love to hear your thoughts, and thank you. Yeah, I was looking at that today uh, on someone's portfolio. BK is a symbol, a holding company for the Bank of New York Mellon, offering commercial and treasury services in 35 countries. A $37 billion company, so very large, stalling for $41.96 a share. And it's going to make $4.54. That means it's under 10 PE. Well, you would think, okay, well, then that's cheap. Look what I just did with Boeing. It was, you know, 30-something. This one's under 10. So you'll say, well, dude, this would be a better bargain. This is where your inexperience would come in and that is coming in because it depends on the sector, what sector, that sector carries what kind of PE. Banks have been carrying low PEs for quite some time. So this is not out of line. It's, not, it, it, it's a low PE for a reason. Okay, but is it low enough to be attractive? They pay a 3% dividend. Okay, 3% dividend, that's a big plus for me for a large blue chip type company. Like, And are they going to turn around their earnings and sales? Uh, earnings are going to are going to be worth $3.95 last year. They're going to be $4.54 next year. So earnings are going to pop up. Sales have been weak in the last four quarters. Pretty much understandable. Uh, I, I I think it's an okay purchase. I don't think it's exciting. Um, I don't think it's really cheap enough to attract me. Return on equity is only eight percent, but they have a huge cash flow. Thirty-four dollars a share. I mean, four dollars and twenty cents a share. Four dollars twenty. That's a pretty huge cash flow for a forty-one dollar stock. So you know, it's got some pluses and some minuses. Okay. I've got a pretty uh, brisk, I've got, I'm getting, I have a pretty brisk pace, as you've probably seen, right? So let's get back to the Invest Talk Voice Bank for another question that came in earlier. 888-99-CHART. Hi, my name is Joe, uh, coming out of Vermont. I just wanted to call, reach out, and get your thoughts on PLTR. The company is Palantir. They're a software data company that pretty much consolidates your data and allows you to I don't want to use the word Google it, but search it in a way that most other companies can't. Um, I want to get your ideas on it. Recently, I've been gathering a few hundred shares by selling puts, purchasing them when it goes down, and then I'll buy uh, the call contracts to you know up the value when it goes up and make sure I can buy more if it keeps going up at a cheaper price or, or keep my cost bases down. But I want to know what your thoughts were. Thanks. Bye. ELTR, uh, Palantir Technologies, develops software for institutions to protect individual privacy and prevent the misuse of information. ELTR, doesn't sound like that's what you described to me. But that's what Pelotar is. It's selling for $38.17 a share. It's going to make $0.07 cents for 2020 and $0.11 a share for 2021, and it's a $38 stock. So it has to be growing very fast to justify that. Well, sales have been growing 50% or higher for four out of the last five quarters. One was 43%. So it's 
So it's a very high growth company with a lot of debt. Management owns 18% of the company, so you know they're pretty focused. Uh, so sales growth, it's a $66 billion company with sales only a billion dollars a year. So 66 times sales. Super expensive, everybody. High, high, high risk. It's a growth stock. Came out on public uh, in 2020. That was around $10, by the way. Today is $38. So uh, it's got great growth, but you've got to pay up for that growth. Negative cash flow per share, by the way. So it, that's what I mean. It's high, high, high risk. Uh, probably, I don't know enough about what it does to give you a good sense of that's a great place to be. You're listening to Invest Talk. I'm Steve Peasley, and I encourage you to explore the financial and investment information we have posted on our website. That's at investtalk.com. You can learn more about the various investment strategies we have and opportunities we offer through KPP Financial. For example, you can check out our Equity Income Plus program. It's dividend investing with the boost. We developed this strategy, and it only holds dividend-paying stocks, but then adds that extra boost by income with income by writing covered calls on those positions. So we're trying to get the dividends and get for income and income from the covered calls. Now, if you're serious about achieving financial freedom, you'll want to reach out to me or Justin at KPP Financial in Irvine, California, Learn more about other investment programs we have. You can do that at investtalk.com. Now I'm taking your questions live, 888-99-CHART. InvestTalk is made possible by KPP Financial. InvestTalk hosts Steve Peasley and Justin Klein are the principals of KPP Financial, and they are independent financial advisors. This means they place their clients' interests ahead of the firm's. As part of that commitment, KPP Financial Practices Parallel Investing, where Steve and Justin's accounts participate with client investments at equal prices and percentages. You can learn more about Parallel Investing and the other KPP Financial programs at investtalk.com. The phone lines are open. Steve and Justin welcome your questions. Call now, 888-99-CHART. Okay, Robin Hood. You know, the the uh, custodian that you can trade stocks, partial shares of stocks on your phone, and it's real simple, and it's for the smaller investors. Robert Hood is being sued by a family of a young trader. He was 20 years old, by the way. They say that committed suicide because of Robert Hood's preying on the inexperienced trader and uh, using reckless, you know, contracts and things. So they're saying Robin Hood preyed on the young. Now, I have trouble. I, I can see. I can see both sides. Actually, if you want to know the truth, because you know these easy to trade things on your phone with no commissions and everything these days. You get in and out. Then you can use leverage and you can short and you can use options and. You know, they'll, they'll lend you money. And people, you know, there's these young investors don't have a clue what they're doing. They think they do, but they really don't. They don't know how much trouble and how fast they can get in trouble. So anyways, 
From what I understand, this, this young trader was using options, borrowed a bunch of money, and he, he was, he, the, uh, Robin Hood said, hey, you're, you got underwater here. You, you're going to owe, you borrowed so much money, you owe $168,000 you got to put into your account to cover it. Okay. <laughs> yeah, nowhere near that kind of money. So why is Robin Hood letting that kind of money? <laughs> you know, so I can see that point of that. But he's 20 years old. Yeah, he's, he's an adult. He can sign contracts. He can do all kinds of things. Just because you're stupid doesn't mean that you're not at fault. You've got to take responsibility. I mean, I feel very bad about the guy committing suicide. I mean, come on. But what are you doing? If you guys, you know, if you're really young and you think Robin Hood is the greatest thing in the world and you're playing games with options and shorting and leverage, and then you don't know what you're doing. You This is wrong. So there's there's a part of me that says, you know, Robin Hood has some culpability here, but most of it's got to be on the individual, especially if they're adults, even if they are young adults. But it's an interesting, it's going to be an interesting legal point. What if Robin Hood is found guilty? So then there's going to be, well, what kind of warnings and uh, do we want? You know, uh, Robin Hood type companies to go out of business? Do you want them to not take on the young investors, you know, the smaller people, the small guys? Like, I don't want that to happen. I think, you know, I like the free enterprise system. I like free economics. And I like the opportunity for young people to, to take advantage, just like professionals can. <coughs> so it's a tough question, a tough, tough question, but an interesting one. So I'm going to be following that lawsuit. Okay, let me see if I can squeeze in another question before the break. This comes from the InvestTalk listener line at, in Atlanta. Hello, this is Zach from Atlanta, Georgia. Love the podcast. Thanks for everything you do. I was calling about ticker symbol CPG, Crescent Point Energy Corporation. It's had a big run-up over the last about year, and uh, I was just wondering what your thoughts were on it. Thank you. Love the show. Well, it's had a big run-up over the year. Chasing performance? Are you chasing Canadian company engaged in oil, gas exploration, and production in the Western Canadian and the Western Canada and the United States. It's a $1.6 billion company, so it's not it's a small cap. They're gonna lose they they're going to lose three dollars and fifty nine cents in two thousand twenty. Most oil companies lost or are gonna lose a lot of money in two thousand twenty. Remember how what oil prices went down to what, seventeen dollars eleven dollars? I don't remember. Single Double digit, low, low double digits. They're going to make 11 cents next year. It's a $3.17 stock. Okay. Uh, sales are pretty decent. Uh, but for me, there's so many better opportunities than this. I, I probably wouldn't be interested. It's a high risk. They take a chance. Okay, on the invest talk, uh, on the next invest talk, the story: utilities and healthcare are, are sector laggards, right? Health and healthcare and utilities. That's always going to be tomorrow. For now, I'm Steve Peasen. I'm ready to take your questions live. Eight 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 ninety nine chart. You are listening to Invest Talk. 
Every Friday on the program and the podcast, Steve Peasley shares highlights from the newest edition of the KPP Premium Newsletter. Listen Fridays to Invest Talk. And now, Steve and Justin welcome your calls and questions. 888-99-CHART. Hi, Steve and Justin. I have a question about PM and MO, which is Altshare Group and Philip Morris. I'm comparing the two companies. I'm trying to see which company you would uh, recommend long-term to invest in. I'm looking for dividend growth and obviously capital growth, but just want to get your opinion on it. Thank you for your time. Okay, well, they're both uh, tobacco companies, and they're both very large. P, uh, Philip Morris PM, the PM symbol Philip Morris, is $133. Uh, the, both these companies make money. Um, I think one is more focused outside the United States and inside the United States. I don't remember, and I can't see it when I'm reading it real quick here. You buy these companies for one thing, and that is the dividend. The uh, Altria is paying 7.9%. The reason why you do you're not buying for growth because most of the time, I think Altria might be the one that's growing faster or had more business outside the United States, but I'm not sure. Um, um, uh, he, uh, Philip Morris pays uh, 5.6%. Uh, I think I think Altria has a better uh, has a better uh, growth prospects, even though there's very, very slow growth. There's virtually no growth for Philip Morris. So you're not buying for the growth. You're buying for dividend. You want to buy cheap. Uh, both these stocks are not cheap. They're they're not overpriced either. They're just reasonably priced, both of them. So that's my opinion. I'm, you know, I, I, We own one or two of these, I'm not sure, in some of our managed accounts because we like the dividend. I mean, very good dividend players. And have been for years and years. 888-99 charters our number, everybody. Um, so how aggressive should young investors be? And when I say young investors, you know, we just talked about the poor kid who was 20 years old and committed suicide because he was upside down so much. And do you realize if he would have, he, he got a, a notice from Robinhood that he had to put in $168,000 or so. But by the time his options expired, he wouldn't have had to done that. He wouldn't have had to put any money. He wouldn't have lost the money he thought he lost. <laughs> it's sad, man. It really is sad. But this is why. Should young investors be, how aggressive should they be? I think they should be very aggressive, but not borrowing money, not messing around with options, not using leverage, none of that. Not going on margin, none of that. They should only be aggressive with the money they have. And they should be very aggressive with the money they have because they have long years. That means buying stocks, not buying one stock, buying groups of stocks in different sectors, and you can be as aggressive as you want, as long as you diversify, and if you're really young. Now, that what is aggressive? If you're investing in the stock market at all, you're aggressive. That's aggressive. Being very aggressive means you're in high growth stocks. Okay, but may have not have earnings, but they have sales growth. That's very aggressive. So I think young people should be aggressive and very aggressive. You know, but if they don't know what that means, 
to be aggressive, they don't understand what aggressiveness is, then they shouldn't be in, in the stock market. You have to have some knowledge. Now, of course, that grows for older people, too. I'm not, I'm not picking on the young. Just saying the young haven't been around long enough to understand how it works. Now, older people have been through, you know, <laughs> huge bear marks. 2008, we lost 50%. 2000, we lost another, what, 45%. And last year, was, we lost 35%. 2008 made it all back in a year. Two, uh, this last year, we lost 35%, made it all back before the end of the year. So we lost it in March and made it all back before the end of the year. That's the kind of unusual, everybody. But it wasn't all in the same stocks that made it back. Different stocks. So, anyways, you've got to be careful. I'm Steve Peasley, and this completes another Investop program. Justin Klein, I thank you for listening, and we encourage you to tell your friends and family and members, uh, all everybody, all everybody that you know about our show. We would love to have a bigger audience. It's all free, free podcast downloads. We post a new program each weekday shortly after the end of our live streaming broadcast, which we're doing right now, and concludes at 5 p.m. Pacific time. So get your free downloads anytime at iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, and investtalk.com. And we would like you to rate us if you would. Independent thing and share success. This is Invest Talk. Good night, everybody. Because of the nature of the interactive dialogue inherent in the format of this program, it's important for the listener to understand that not all comments made will apply to them specifically. Nothing said shall be taken to be investment advice or shall statements on this program be considered an offer to buy or sell securities. Such advice is rendered solely on an individual basis and at times will require that the investor review a prospectus before investing. InvestTalk is a copyrighted program of Klein Pavlis Peasley Financial, a registered investment advisor, which retains all rights. For more information regarding KPP's investment advisors, call 1-800-557-5461. Steve Peasley is president and Justin Klein chief executive officer of Klein Pavlis Peasley Financial. And they thank you for listening and welcome your comments or questions on our 24-hour listener line at 888-99-CHART. 